You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. I guess welcome in. Yes, it's time for another edition of Scatter Shooting. I am your getting more pessimistic by the minute host, Randy Ritter. And I'm Jeremy Griffin, as optimistic as ever. And Tom Miller over here, wondering when Randy is going to buy his first class one-way ticket to Belize and stay there. Well, it depends. I may not be able to afford to do much of anything in the very near future. That's why you got to do it now. I probably should get do out it of the now. country. Yes. I'll, I'll set you up with the get podcast out while the Is it Belize where everybody goes to Belize like is, escape America? Uh, that's where I yeah, yeah, it is. It's where they go on vacation too. So it's like Yeah, but people a, stay there too no, and build homes. I think they go on vacation and then they're like, "You know, I think we're going to stay." This is pretty good. <laughs> they're just like the uh, yeah. oatmeal's like uh, 4 cents. Right. Yeah, you can live like a king. I you know, I spent 200 bucks in rent and it feels there you great go. on the beach. On the beach. Yeah. yeah. Um I actually saw a video the other day of a dude uh talking about what it costs for him to live. Are you going to sit there and squeak your chair the whole day? Oh, I can hear I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I'm just kind of rocking back I can and hear forth. that, Nobody too. Nobody on the show is going to be bothered by that mouse. Drinking a screwdriver. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, no, so this guy's talking about how much it costs for him to live in Belize. Uh, I think it was Belize. And uh, it was pretty dang cheap, man. Like, their, their monthly bills, living well, now I wouldn't say super well, but not modestly either, it's like 1200 bucks. I mean, everything. Wow. $1,200 wow. a month. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, when I say everything, I'm talking about groceries, too. Yeah, yeah, no, everything. Yeah. I've heard hmm. that. I've heard that, so. Maybe I should check flights. <laughs> uh, just work remotely I'd from Belize. I'd like to see you drive it, to be honest. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I think I you have to go through the Suez Canal, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it's the Panama Canal. <laughs> No, you got to go to Africa, bro. Really? <laughs> you got to okay. take. You got to take a Belize is, uh, Belize is obviously not no, where sorry. I was thinking. No, of sorry, my yeah, Panama, not Suez. I was thinking of you know conspiracies and other things. Suez canals on my brain, but anyway. Well, I you know who knows what? Yeah, I've been thinking. Do about I need to get you another chair? Yeah, I'm going to get you another chair. No, no, that's uh, this has always been my. T- I yeah. can't believe you guys hear that. I'm going to get either WD-40 or no, another no, chair for Randy also, Runner. Hey, you know what's uh, funny? Our listeners probably board. can't hear it at all. No, probably yeah, not. Yeah, like, what mean, are you talking about? I can't about? hear it. I, I can't know. hear it at all. Um, so maybe it's not even coming over the mic. Maybe you can hear it just in here. In I feel like real this is going to be a good show. I think starting off. I'm literally starting off. I, is this is this our last one? For this a is while? yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I oh, think it has, it has a, a vibe because it's like senior spring. This is like the uh, last one, probably for like more than a month, actually, because and, of and different vacations and things I, like that. I was gonna say, just so nobody panics out there, not that because they were they're freaking out. Uh, Where am I gonna get my news? We've, we've not been canceled <laughs> or anything like that. But, uh, you know, we are. Who's going to cancel us? For the uh, record, for anyone point. wondering, I am the primary source of cancellation yeah, on just, this particular network. So if if you do find the show is canceled, you'll know I canceled it. <laughs> <laughs> Send all okay. your hate mail to Jeremy at streamgrace.com. <laughs> but we're, no, we're all, uh, we're on, we're all going uh, various uh, places. And uh, I'm going to... Uh, not here for, I guess, toward the end of June, unless something changes. I'm going to go up to the mountains of Colorado to visit my son and daughter-in-law and the grand pup. Uh, going to go to a Rockies game, go over uh, 
Trail Ridge Road, all that good uh, mountain stuff. Who are the Rockies playing? Do you know? Well, if we go the uh, weekend that uh, I'm thinking we will be going, the Los Angeles, I think they're still called the Los Angeles Angels. Are they still? In, are they in the same ah. league as the Florida Marlins? Uh, no. Right. The Los Angeles Angels are in the American League, and now the actually the Miami Marlins is what they call is them. Is that now. what they're called? Yes. They were the Florida Mount Marlins, yeah, but they now they're the Miami Marlins. They're in the National League. Why do you think that changed? Or is there a reason? Is there another Why, Florida what, team? What changed? Why is it now called the Miami Marlins? Well, because... Alliteration. Well, you know what? Here's the interesting... I don't know for sure, but my guess is when they started as the Florida Marlins, they were kind of going to market them as Florida's team. Right. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays are in Tampa right. now. And they built a new stadium in Miami. And so I guess they thought, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. We're not really Florida's team. Most of these people down here like the dadgum Yankees. Right. So let's just That's call true. them the Miami That's because Marlins. most of the people down so, there are from New York. Oh, exactly. and, were, and wasn't Tampa Bay originally the Devil Rays? And now they're just the Rays? Yes. They Golly, were they the can't Devil Rays. make up their minds in well, the state of Florida. you know, they got politically correct before Ron DeSantis became governor. And, you know, you can't have a nice, friendly baseball team called the Devil, Devil Ray. Ray. Isn't that like a sea creature, though, the Devil Ray? Or is that yes, not a sea creature? Yes, it's yeah. a sea creature. Well, that, you know. It has the word devil in it, Tom. Right. Look, they won't let my Astros wear <laughs> their uniforms when they were the Colt 45s because it's got a gun uh, on it. Yeah, Come but on. all they need to do is change that to a mug of beer and they'll be all there right. There you go. Or not even beer, it's malt uh, liquor. Malt liquor. So the there Colt 45 malt liquor. Uh, do they still make Colt 45? Uh, yes, malt they do. Malt liquor? Right. Ooh, we should try that sometime. you got to go to the right places in Oklahoma City, but you can buy it at a 7-Eleven. Oh, we should. Let's try okay, that sometime. We, we need go. to try that sometime. Okay, we could do that. I've try. never had malt liquor. I have that. had but malt the, liquor. But uh, the Astros, who no. started as the Colt 45. <laughs> We're having our own little conversation. It was a gun. It was a gun. The pistol, the Colt yeah. 45, not the liquor, Colt 45. Got it. Um, but so anyway, and speaking of that, you're going to... I'm going to go to Florida. Florida. I'm going to be in the beaches of Florida, transiting yeah, up and go. down the the southern, uh, eastern southern coast. In fact, uh, I'll be there for a couple weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. I may end up going all the way down to Key West, just oh, because I'll be down there for enough time to kind of there enjoy it. There we go. Yeah. Yes. So we'll see. I don't know. I, we, here's my favorite part about this trip. We don't care what we do. <laughs> nice. That, that's always a really good part of the trip. That's uh, also kind of... When I go to Colorado, I, you know, I don't really care. I just enjoy being just up there. there. Right. Yeah. It's great. Now, I mean, you know, I'm sure we will go over Trail Ridge Road down to, on the other side to the town of Grand Lake, which is right on Grand yeah. Lake, the lake. And to a Rockies game. They're playing the Angels, like I said. Now, see, here's the thing. So, You're going to see your son. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's one of the reasons you go to there. Sure. I, You're I, going to get away from your son? Well, No, I'm going up to <laughs> no, visit. No, I was talking to I, Jeremy. Oh. Oh. You're seeing your son. Yeah. Jeremy's well, going to get so away from his son. Kind of, I don't know. This was kind of my point. No, I'm bringing, we're bringing Jake with us. Oh, okay. But Sorry. here's what's funny is normally we don't. When, we take, when Lori and I take a vacation, like a vacation, it's just her and I usually. Right. Because you're wanting to take a vacation. A vacation. <laughs> and it's not that Jake's not a vacation. It's just that. 
you know, we, I value my marriage far more than I value my kids. I love my kids, but if I'm going to compare them and weigh them to my marriage, let's put it this way. God is way up at the top. Okay. Second. And in the distant second, by the way, is my marriage, but in a very distant third are my kids. Work doesn't hardly register, to be honest. But I hope your family doesn't listen to this podcast. No, no, they do. In fact, this is what I've instilled in my boys. My boys know that that their dad will not be proud of them if their wife doesn't come, not just first, but really first. All right. Um, and, and that's the reality. But I say that just to say, so yeah, we, we tend to do that. However, on this one, we are taking Jake because Jake's never, as a conscious human, He's never seen the ocean. He he was on an Alaskan oh, cruise when wow. he was like two or three, okay. so it didn't really count. But but yeah, we're gonna take him cool. to the beach, let him enjoy the Florida, and we'll probably take him every year because the way the the things are set up, we have a little space. You know, you just don't want to be cramped in the same room for. Three are you years. driving to Florida? We are driving, and and in fact, we're gonna go through Alabama. Uh, Mobile. You're gonna stay somewhere on the way, right? Yes. Yeah, we're not driving straight through. Right. We'll, we'll stay. We, we we'll take three days to get there, two okay. days to come back. Good. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go. I think um, we're, we're we uh, we have a timeshare down there, and one of our, in fact, one of the co-owners of String Grace Network has a timeshare down there. So um, we'll be down there with them. They they have they're there for a month. We're there for two weeks, so they're really committed. But we're gonna caravan down there, and he mentioned, and we may do this: stop and uh, take the ferry to Dauphin Island there in Alabama, in, in Mobile. Um, and then you just, you know, experience driving your car out on a ferry and crossing the, the Gulf and, you know, popping back out and continuing the trip. That'd be interesting. That's an interesting drive, I think. Yeah, it's kind of, I like that drive. Like, I, I like going through Little Rock and then mm-hmm. kind of making a, a southeasterly mm-hmm. jaunt down to Mobile. Yeah. Probably stay in Jackson the first night and then get up and hit Mobile by around noon and, yeah, stay in Lake City, Florida. For uh, day two. Sounds good. Six hour drive to Fort Lauderdale. I prefer driving anymore. I do too. Air travel just stinks. So speaking of, this is this is what's crazy, <clears throat> right? So I'm totally on, on board with you on this. I, I've hated flying since 9-11, basically. Yeah. It's just stupid. No, I've hated it really since COVID, but anyway. Oh, definitely. I never, I haven't even been close to an oh airport since God. COVID other than to pick someone up. I mean, it's pointless. And, and that makes me mad. Yeah. Just picking somebody up made me mad. I was like, oh, man, forget you guys. No, but but in this deal, I've got a uh, – I'm going to be going to Arizona when I get back for, for a gig, which is why this hiatus ends up going so long um, because I'll be out of town again the week after I get back. And Randy will be in Colorado the week I do get back, so it'll turn into a, about a month-long break. Well, five, six-week break. Anyway, but, uh, but yeah, i got to fly to Arizona, and here again is another one of those deals – they now this I will say this is fun. I leave at seven o'clock and I get there at seven fifteen. We're taking a super fast jet. Boy, yeah, man. With a little help from the time zones, but <laughs> the trip back sucks. It's like four hours. <laughs> anyway, I hate flying and I'm gonna have to on that. But it's a business trip, so. And you know there will be delays. There always. Oh is. gosh, yeah. You don't. You're not even taking those the into only, account. The only plus is that it will be a direct <laughs> flight. Well, that, yeah, you got that going for you. So I like that part. Yeah, yeah. that's that's always good. I, of course, uh, I will be driving to Colorado uh, because like I 12 like. Hours? It's about well, yeah, it's probably about it is about twelve hours to get to there. They live in Longmont. Yeah, you so, go up through Kansas, or do you go up through the Panhandle of Oklahoma? How do you go? Uh, well, I've only been up there once oh. uh, because they just moved up there last mm-hmm. year, and I went up there last year and. 
And more than likely, I will do the same thing I did last year. Which Amarillo? Is, no. Oh, no. Uh, I preferred uh, to go up uh, I-35 to Salina, turn <sighs> left, and get there. Don't Who do it again, Randy. No, Man, no, I mean it's. Hey, you talk you about a wasteland. No, you talk about I, a wasteland of, of well, here's anything the, to look at. No, I get that. You don't even route. need a self-driving I get car. That. I get <laughs> that. Yes, but it's the fastest way to it get is. up there. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. And uh, you know, going up there, I want to get on up there. And yeah. what, what I did last time, which is probably what I will do this time also, because there's not a whole lot to see in Western Oklahoma and the Texas Panhandle. You know, once you get into New Mexico a little bit, you've got yeah, it's nice. Raton and then up <laughs> I-25, the mountains will be on your left and yeah. all like that. But still, there's also some two-lane roads out there. You go I-40 to Amarillo, but then after that, depending upon which way you're going, it's going to be two-lane roads most of the time. You get stuck behind a truck, and That's then you're kind of screwed. It's true. Well, no such problem on I-35 and I-70. And what I did last year, because I left on a Wednesday after I got off from my uh, real job and drove to Lyman, Colorado, mm. which is about a eight-hour or so drive, spent the night at Lyman, and then got up the next morning and took a two-lane road from Lyman to Colorado Springs. And it was a tremendous drive. I mean, it was awesome. A little two-lane road, a lot of hills and little farms and ranches and small little towns and stuff like that. Whereas I-70 in eastern Colorado is pretty much like I-70 in western Kansas, uh, which is to say not, I mean, it's pretty, it's a boring drive. Uh, but the drive to Colorado Springs was great. And then I went to... Uh, I'd never been to Garden of the Gods in Colorado Beautiful. Springs. Love that and place. It is. It is fantastic. The, the, and it's a city park in Colorado right, Springs. Right, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, it's right in Colorado Seven it Springs. Did you go fantastic. to Seven Springs when you were there? No. Seven Springs is good. Don't take the climb. Here's my concern. Here's my concern with all of it. If you left, like doing it right, if you left Oklahoma City at the right time, honestly, you could be in Amarillo by morning. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I mean, take it for well, what it's worth. That's like leaving at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, I know, but there's got to be something just wonderful about just pulling in as the sun's coming up here in George Strait, seeing Amarillo by morning. That's the only thing. That's the you only good I, thing about Amarillo is listening to George Strait I'd rather, sing about Amarillo. Fair. I'd fair. rather just get to Colorado and put John Denver on singing about a Rocky Mountain High. Unless you want a 72-ounce well, steak, there's nothing good about Amarillo. Ooh, oh, there you go. Yeah. That's a fair and I don't point. think they're the, very, uh, And I don't think the steak's very good. But. The big Texas in restaurants That's right oh sorry this is no, this is what you're one there we go <laughs> so now he this, pulls in you know this, this is one of the greatest lines ever which we can't play because oh, Spotify because will copyright infringement that's as far as I can get in fact Jeez. right now if someone's listening to this going what are they even talking about because they've already edited it out but for those of you who missed all of these musical moments we played a little bit of Amarillo by morning to make a case uh, for driving to Amarillo and then we played Rocky Mountain High because I've had Spotify do this to me before and I'm like you know what you guys suck 
because I, I have fair use. I get 15 seconds of these clips and they still shut me down. Dang, oh, Whatever. Okay. Well, and, and quite frankly, to. we're being pretty editorial about it because I'd like to talk a little bit about how John Dimmer wrote it. Okay, that's as far as I'm going to go as far as the well, editorial we can talk. Wow. We can talk about it, though, right? I don't know yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know Because, uh, because I just, I think the opening lyrics to that song. Now we can play the whole thing legally because we're talking about it. But go ahead. Okay. Our, I learned that working with you guys. You know, kind of, and um, in, in, uh, as Mike Gundy would say, my opinion. Yeah. Certainly one of, if not the greatest opening light. He was born in the summer of his 27th year, going home to a place He's he'd never, never been. been before. And it's That's how Randy feels when he sees the Rocky Mountains yeah. in the distance coming in from Salina. It is, isn't it? it it's, it's how... I get it. I think a lot of people kind of feel that John way. John did. John Denver did, yes. Because... Uh, you think that's a stage name? It's, and that's why he wrote about the Colorado Mountains? Denver's not his real last well, name. Well, Denver is not his last then name. that's why he... See, that's I mean, it's thing. something like... I mean, it's really... I can't remember what it Probably is. Probably Greek or something. Well, Stephanopoulos. It seems, it seems like it's a really long, convoluted last it's name. Stephanopoulos, isn't it? I don't think it's Stephanopoulos. Uh, my money is on Greek. It's a Greek origin uh, last name. I'm pretty sure, though, that it's not Denver. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. John, uh, Henry John Duchendorf. Duchendorf. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Junior. Yeah. <laughs> Junior. German name. German. Yeah, he's German. Dutchendorf. Wow. Something like that. Yes. Dutchendorf. Dutchendorf. And I don't know. I, I'm going to guess that he changed the name because he loved Colorado so much. No, I think he John changed Denver, it because he I would never have been famous That's with that right. last yes. name. Hey, you know what? That's yeah, a bunch yeah. of bull crap because there's a really famous guy named Engelbert Humperdinck. Oh, there we and go. And let me yeah. just... And he's here's not the as famous part. as John Denver. No, but here's the, my favorite part of that story. That's not his real name. That's his stage name. <laughs> Although, I say he's not as popular as John Denver. He probably is. In the rest of the world, he's probably more popular than John well, Denver. Well, that's probably, probably true. Because he's more probably international than John Denver that's ever right. was, I would guess. And I feel like when I hear Engelbert Humperdinck, I always picture Robert Goulet. I don't know why. <laughs> well, they kind of had a similar, similar look. look. Yeah. And here's something else. I, you know. Compelling. I'm, I'm going to be like a I'm going to be like a Democrat and say now I don't know this for sure. You don't need to know <laughs> wow. anything. But for sure. John Denver. Yeah. Two of the songs that John Denver has written are state songs yes. of states. West Virginia. West Virginia. Country roads. Country yeah. roads. Yeah. Take me home. Rocky right. Top. And. No, and Colorado. <laughs> Rocky Top. He didn't do Rocky Top. Uh, he did Top. not write Rocky Top. He sure should have. Well, he may have sung and it I once, but he didn't do it. I'm he not sure that it. Rocky Top is the state song of Tennessee. It's the I think song for the College. University of yeah. Tennessee. Uh, they play Rocky Top. That's their, you know, but I, it I may think be it the is state. the state oh, song. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Let's pull up the trusty internet. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it was a song that Dolly Parton wrote. Might be the state song. I have no idea what the state song of Tennessee is. But well, Rocky Top is. What the, was the other one then? What the John Denver wrote? Yeah, the other state song. Uh, Tennessee Waltz. Uh, Tennessee oh, Waltz. Oh, is the yeah, state Tennessee song Waltz. Yeah, Tennessee. That's a very famous old song. Should have been Tennessee whiskey. But anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's so, a no. What's there's the other one? A lot Did you of, say it already? And I missed it because I was. We've talked focused. about it. Well, it doesn't mean I remember. 
Why do the I care? The song with the greatest lyrics of oh, Rocky, Rocky Mountain, Mountain High. High. That's Colorado State yes, song? Yes, is the no. Colorado State song. Well, yes. I don't care. <laughs> Why am I going to remember that? I care about thunderstorms. <laughs> you know, sometimes I wonder if some of the stuff we're talking about, that wonder if anybody cares about it. But well, no, but that's the thing. <laughs> that's when the you, point of doing something you know, like this. And My here, gosh. Here's the funny thing. None of us are comedians, but I do believe people <laughs> laugh a lot when they listen to this podcast. If for no other reason than that's just true. the lunacy yes. that proceeds out of our mouths. Yes. And, and we owe that. A little shout out to our friend uh, Tom Miller for hooking us up with the screwdrivers today. Woo. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, maybe, we, maybe we shouldn't start the screwdrivers an hour before I, the podcast. I disagree, and I think our <laughs> listeners would too. In yeah. fact, I'm going to just say this. If you hear a little rattle, if you hear a squeak, it's Randy. You hear a little rattle, it's Tom. And uh, oh, if, my you hear, if you hear, yeah, if you hear a little roll, it's me because <laughs> he's a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Okay. Donnie and Marie. Thank you. Osman. So wow. that's kind of uh, This is a hodgepodge. Let's go. What? <laughs> What is? It's called I was wrong on the Tennessee thing. Yeah, you it's were. Not, I thought you just looked it up. I thought I did. He doesn't know how to use the, the internet. It's uh, my homeland, Tennessee. Well, that's not. Well, geez, was Tennessee. sanctioned in 1925. Well, that's an old song. Tennessee waltz or certainly Tennessee whiskey would be a much better state song than that. Well, this says official first state song, my homeland, Tennessee, then when it's Iris time in Tennessee in 1935, then my Tennessee in 1955, then Tennessee Waltz in Talk 1965, then Rocky Top in oh, 1982. Thank you. And Smoky Mountain Rain in 2010. Ronnie Millsap? Good on. So that's they have that's like they real. changed their official state song like so Smoky their Mountain, underwear. Smoky Mountain Rain then is Keeps the state currently, currently the state song of Tennessee. Then Sm- wow, Smoky Mountain. There's not one uh, after 2010. I needed to pull that. Up I mean, o- you know, that. Oklahoma. We've changed our state song. Well, that's a load of crap. So yeah, it says three of their state songs were major hits. We've only Oklahoma's our state yeah. song. It has been for the last 30, 40 years. How long have we been a state? Well, I don't know. Longer, than, longer, longer than, than thirty years. Well, that's true. <laughs> so it wasn't. It I, wasn't that know. before Rodgers and Hammerstein. And, but how many times have we changed it? Well, twice, I think. It, probably right. Maybe the first not. One, I, you know, which I don't was know. probably don't some even, Native American uh, song. You know, because, I don't even know. You know I don't know. What go the to first, Tennessee uh, and bring it up song. in a bar. I bet it's a, a hot bed of oh controversy. What their official I'll state song is. I'll not only bring it up is. in a bar. I'll bring it up at a bar well, during uh, trivia. Yes. It sounds like. Well, you know, it's interesting. I wonder. You know, there may be areas of Tennessee, like in Knoxville. There, they probably would say that Rocky Top is oh, the because of the university. Yeah, yeah. What about walking in Memphis? Then, I feel like that should be on the list. Well, that's a really good. That it is, is a, a really good song. good song. I mean, there. You know, when you think about it, we need to songs, be voting for other state state songs, songs no that question. have been written about Tennessee or have Tennessee in the name. <laughs> there's a lot of. Them. There's a lot of really. I really like Jeremy's good Tennessee songs. whiskey, man. That that's should, good, yeah, speaking that, of Chris that really Stapleton, ought to be the state song because when you talk about Tennessee whiskey, you can really you have to be talking about Chris Stapleton. I mean, he's the best. Yeah, that's no the question. best version. I heard. don't care who wrote it. I mean, right? It, he he destroys it. I am excited that that uh, our company is now a proud dealer of SE microphones. And you may be asking, what's the relationship between SE microphones and Chris Stapleton? It's probably not a far leap for you to figure it out. But most importantly is the microphone that he's saying what has been now 
the new best national anthem ever sang mm. was sung on an SC microphone okay. that we are now dealers for. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Because he, he nice. dethroned the queen, uh, I believe, at this last Super Bowl with his national anthem rendition. You disagree? Uh, Rosie O'Donnell's version? Of that <laughs> <No>. Sorry. <laughs> I said the queen, <laughs> not the witch, man. Come on. No, the previous uh, record holder was Whitney Houston, right? She had the title. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, and now Chris Stapleton just comes in and is like, you know what? That's a new generation, baby. And he took the, took the throne, I think. Well, he did a absolutely tremendous mm-hmm. job. And interesting by contrast... Because she did a great job, but she she was a, she was very expressive mm-hmm. in singing it. He was way less. He sang it so straight, straight laced. I like it. And I think this. You know what? Here's the thing. And this is not a this is not a bigoted comment when we say straight laced. We just mean that it's not all, you know, flamboyant. <laughs> now it's a bigoted comment. <laughs> If you hadn't explained it, we'd have been fine. I know, right? So, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I know, right? No, but here's the thing. I think this is part and parcel to what America craves right now. Normalcy. Yeah. I really believe that the bulk of America just wants some normalcy. If they woke up tomorrow in 1988, I think they would all just go, oh, thank God it was all a nightmare. Well, and, well I tell and, you, I damn sure would. Well, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and the fact that Randy gets so angry at people that don't pay attention, I think that's part of why people don't pay attention. That is. They, they, it's because willful ignorance. Because they're sick of it. Absolutely. Absolute sick of it. I know you are. Well, I, I, pretty much. <laughs> and and I, you know, we talked about this before uh, we started the podcast about people not paying attention. Uh, and I was talking with a colleague of mine at the office no names. no names. No names. I'll no say names. it. I'm about no, to no, say no. it. I'm say just, names. No, no names. And uh, he asked me, uh, "Hey, would you do anything for Memorial Weekend?" He and knows I who and he I is. said, uh, and I and I said, "Yeah, I'm doing the same thing I told you I was doing yesterday." And I said, "I'm going down to Warica, where I'm from, meeting my brother. We're going to have lunch Saturday at Bill's Catfish House. Go down to the cemetery, a little country cemetery in Terrell." I know half the people that are buried there. We're going to put some flags out for the uh, my dad, a uh, couple of uncles, several cousins who, you know, were in uh, in the uh, military, and some flowers and stuff like that. Then we're going down. He lives. My brother lives in Fort Worth. We're going down there. If my OSU Cowboy baseball team is still alive on uh, Saturday and into Sunday, we'll go over to Globe Life Field, watch the Big Twelve tournament and he finally he was going oh yeah yeah you did tell me that yesterday yes i did and he said well you know there are a lot of people that have worse memories than i do and i said yeah one of them is the president of the united states oh, <laughs> freaking yeah. grandpa joe and uh oh, in man. fact and i told him this in fact just the other day he was at an event and he told the story of how his Son Bo was killed in action in Iraq. Mm. And of course, as most, well, as half the country knows, Bo died of brain cancer in a hospital bed in the United States of America. And uh, it is, and people make fun and just say, well, you know, Joe, I mean, he's made gaps all his life. Yes, he has, but it's different. Again, as Mike Gundy would say, my opinion, if you're talking about something that happened 20, 25 years ago and you've gotten 
Thanksgiving and Christmas mixed up or something, you know, where there was an event and you were thinking it was Thanksgiving and no, somebody pulls up. Uh, wait a minute. You know, wait a minute. Wait a, a minute. This is the NSA. <laughs> we, we normally have a low voice, but you guys are used to it. We, we can't talk about these things right now. Okay. I'm just, just going to jump in. Okay. okay. Back to the regular schedule. All right. Well, program. we're. We're we're being uh, we're we're being uh, shortchanged here. How did, here they, by the how did NSA. the NSA find us in our undisclosed it's location? It's not important. Okay, it's not important. Man. Satellites, satellites, mm. all. But you know that's it's, you should know and remember where a close family member, where your son, who you talk about all the time, where he actually died, and what from. Clearly, you did not take our warning seriously. <laughs> I try not to pay attention to the it's, powers You know, the thing is, we give you an opportunity, we try to play light, <laughs> and you still don't drop it. This no. is your last warning, I, Randy. I, I, did, who invited Satan to the party? Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You want right. to talk about that, do you? Oh, oh wow. Golly. He's got an opinion. Are Go. we going to do child sacrifices now? Is that what this is? Well, let me. Uh, oh gosh! And but let me finish yeah, what finish, I was saying. Finish, finish your thought. Colleague, Obviously, the NSA. Is where I, I said, uh, you know, you that he had said that his son Bo, who you know, killed an accident in Iraq, and I'm like, and of course everybody knows, or half the country anyway, that he died of brain cancer in a hospital bed in the states. And my colleague said, "Well, I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know about that." And I said, "What? You don't know? You haven't what?" <laughs> well, I, she said, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know how he died. And that's when I said, that is the problem that we have in the United States of America, or what used to be called the United <laughs> States of America. Still technically is. That so many people do not pay attention. Yeah. They don't pay attention. And otherwise, nobody, if people were truly paying attention, even Democrats, would never vote for Joe Biden again. I mean, who in their right mind would want to see him you know, president of the United States again? You know, I'm never one to take the left's side on really okay. anything. I know what you're going to say. Do you? Yeah. Because the left sat there and said, who in their right mind would vote mm. for Donald J. Trump? For, for very similar reasons, not the same. Well, he wasn't, you know, hadn't lost his mind. No, but it was mental capacity reasons. Their position was he had lost his mind. He was a crazy freak who was going to drop nukes on everybody. Orange man. And, and, you know, they and, said and, the and same here's the thing, thing about Reagan. I know. The funny thing is, though, uh, both those guys instituted far more peace than they did war, and especially yes. Trump. Trump right. didn't do anything new. He didn't kill anybody. That's uh, not true. He, under his administration, they took out some Syrian yeah, guys. But, yes, they did. But point is, is that he didn't start any new wars. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> and and uh, Reagan was presiding over the country and the during the fall of the Berlin Wall yes. and the victory of the Cold War. Mr. Gorbachev, tear, tear down, down that wall. wall. And he did. And Won the Cold did. War without firing a shot. Yeah. Well, and my we parents, <laughs> my parents, who of course were yellow dog Democrats, yep. which for those of you who don't know, yep. I'd vote for a damned old yellow dog before I voted for a Republican. Yeah, that was a different time. That's uh, yes. different kind and, of Democrat. Uh, and they they were different kind of Democratic Party. They were quite concerned about Reagan that he would that he would launch the nukes on uh, Russia mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. 
The dude had a Star Wars program. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how can you beat that? But anyway, uh, so uh, that's what um, I, I just, and we had a little bit of this conversation on the drive over. I'm just really, I go through days when I still remain very optimistic, my old self. But not Wednesdays. The, not yes. Not, <laughs> not when you start thinking about it. Not when I, I start thinking I, about it. I, I, I want to know where the uh, Satan thing was going to go. Well, you know, I, you know, things have gotten so bad uh, in this country. The uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. The other night, uh, they were going to have a LGBTQ. R S N Z double whatever night, and uh, they had this uh, group that was going to perform, and I, you know, I should have uh, looked because I forget there, but it's they're the. Uh, but they sold a, bud, a lot of Bud Light that uh, on that. I'm in that sure game. they probably. I'm sure they probably did, and uh, they were the entertainment that night was going to be a group that dresses up as nuns. Uh, and performs what some people call satanic type rituals, and ultimately they'd have none and, of it. And and the no, there was uh, some pushback on that. <laughs> Weird. And so the, so the Dodgers decided, you know what? Mm, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe have we shouldn't do that. Satanic rituals. And then there was pushback on the pushback, of course. And so the Dodgers have decided, hey, you know, by golly. Let's have a bunch of guys dressed up as nuns who are fake crucifying Jesus Christ, and we're going to do various other things. They didn't really concern themselves with their AAA affiliate here in the Bible Belt. Well, I'm... You not know, to mention, not Angeles, to mention the Hispanic population of L.A. Oh my God! My goodness, would no that doubt. offend a ton? Yes, so more they're getting community. more so than they're getting than more wow. and more pushback on this. But I mean, you know, pushback. they've already see. Here's the deal. You know, I talk about. Mah! You just fire me. You hit the freaking button, Randy. Okay, go, baby. All right. So here's the deal. Churches do this all the freaking time, and I was just griping about this the other day. Mother's Day. You can't win on Mother's Day. So why even play the freaking game? Here's what happens. You go to church on Mother's Day, right? And they're going to give you a carnation. Now, you got to give a carnation to all the women because, you know, it wouldn't be nice to not give it to, to not all the women. And what happens? Somebody's sitting in the corner going, well, why does Sally have a carnation? She ain't a mom. Now you can't win. Somebody's pissed off. So now you sit there and you go, well, remember last year's we got all, you know, Janet got mad at Sally. So here's what we're going to do. And not Janet. It works Clear Channel. She's great. Anyway. <laughs> So here's what we're going to do. Uh, I heard, I mean, random. Um, it was random. It was random. Um, so here's what we're going to do this year. We're going to, we're just going to give the moms a carnation. And so you got to be a mom. And all of a sudden someone comes in and just like, I can't believe they didn't give Julie a carnation just because she's barren. It's not her fault. <laughs> oh my you God. You can't win. Well, that's the same exact thing. What goes through the mind of any organization that says we're going to do something that's controversial? Why? Why? You can't win yep. the country's divided you idiots yep. haven't you figured out doing something like that basically cuts off half your audience and apparently not because freaking Anheuser bush and budweiser are the biggest idiots on the planet going you know what we should have a, a trans person promote our beer to a bunch of beer swelling fat freaking gun-toting freaks 
of course. And I'm, I'm speaking of my friends. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course they're going to go, ah, you know what? I like Yingling. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to switch gears because I can tell you right now, the number one beer in Oklahoma by the end of the year, Yingling. You yeah. watch. Not, uh, not only because of what you just said, but it's better. It is better. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. And I didn't realize this the other day. Oldest brewery in the United States. Yeah, I saw that. I, I did see that. I mean, that's what they say. I believe so, that's true. Unless it's false advertising. No, I believe that's true. Yeah, I think so too. Anyway. All right, there's my rant. That the, makes me uh, so mad. The group is called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Oh, my Lord. That's pure Satan. And uh, I mean, literally, that's from so, the Church of Satan. That, that, that's their core tenets. Yes. That's insane. That's why uh, wow. people got all offended by it, and the Dodgers removed them from the schedule, and then they got pushback, and yeah. they put them back on. Yeah, because the schedule. country, and, and again, this well, is the you know, stupidity. The The country is so rampant with Satanists that you can't offend them <laughs> oh, or you'll yeah, lose yeah. your market. Oh, yeah, sure you will. You know, and, and here's, here's another thing that, you know, I'm like, you know, you, you need, my opinion, you need to hire people who know what they're doing. And if, <laughs> if they decide, hey, you know, this is, we ought to do this. Then by golly, you do it. You're not. I mean, you're more than likely. You know, you're gonna piss off somebody somewhere, yeah. and they're gonna be mad no matter what you do. Just like what you were talking about you Mother's can, you Day. You can minimize it, but you know, just don't. I mean, don't sit here and wobble back and forth. I'm like, okay, look, if you don't want to honor mothers, don't come. Right. If you don't want to, if you don't want to see the rainbow flag. Don't come. You know, the church's solution, though, is real simple. Get up there on Sunday and go, hey, happy Mother's Day. Hope you guys enjoy lunch. And then move on with life. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> certainly a really good option. You know what's missing in the uh, Dodgers organization? Not Common to sense. mention. <laughs> thank you. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. And that's that's missing say. almost everywhere, everywhere. now. Yes. Have Two you guys, words. Yes. Common sense. There's, you know, there's a replacement. There is a surrogate for common sense in this in this country. Something has stepped into common sense's place in the human psyche, and it's called agenda. So where common sense once was, agenda has now stepped in. So now you lack common sense, and you have an agenda. And I'm sorry, but people just don't have it. The young younger people woke mm. people. Right. They don't have it anymore. Right. They don't it's have gone. common sense. They might well, think they have it. They don't have it. And no. here's here's the other thing. Um, People, some of some of the people on the left, and and I mean, quite frankly, there are plenty on the right yes. also that have a my way or the highway attitude. Right, and um, we, I think people get so so dug in with their beliefs that there can be no negotiation. There can be no you know, give and take on certain things, kind of like what we're seeing with the debt ceiling and the budget negotiations. This is a problem. Uh, that nobody, you know, like Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, was talking about this today when the media, you know, and of course, this was so obvious what, and most people know now, most everybody in the media is a wacko left-wing nut job. And they're I mean, it's like he's Donald Trump. You know, they're firing questions at 
Kevin McCarthy, and, you know, he didn't turn his back and walk away like Grandpa does. He stood there and fired back responses. Many of them were saying, well, why did you wait till the last minute to get this going? And he's like, I didn't wait till the last minute. You know, I reached out as soon as I became Speaker of the House to the White House saying, let's get together. And I was constantly calling, going, can we get together? And Grandpa kept, he didn't, McCarthy didn't say Grandpa. Uh, but, and, you know, it was like, no, we're, we're not going to negotiate. We're not going to negotiate. We're not going to negotiate. Well, you know, the deadline's coming up. We're not negotiating. And so then the House passes a debt ceiling to where they increase it. And, but they also said, we're going to put spending caps in here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the White House says, well, you know, the Republicans haven't done anything. And somebody, it was Peter Ducey from Fox, I, or no, uh, Jackie Heinrich from Fox, who challenged Corinne Jean-Pierre, who said, well, you know, don't you think you guys are being a little disingenuous, saying the Republicans haven't done anything? Because, you know... They've actually passed a bill that not only uh, raises the debt ceiling, but also increases spending by not nearly as much as the Democrats want. It does all of that. And she just kind of blew it off and went to the next person. And uh, so it was kind of like that today. Well, you know, aren't you going to negotiate? Aren't you going to, you know, and Kevin McCarthy said, look, it's not my fault that the Democrats spent $6 trillion they didn't have. It's not my fault that Joe Biden didn't want to negotiate. It's not my fault that the Democrats are, you know, doing this, this, and this. We've been trying to get them to come to the table because we have a situation here. We need to slow down our spending. We're spending, and, you know, now we're, our spending levels are 20% higher than the gross national product. <laughs> you know, that's, I, you can't, I, I, this is what it's we'll not talk. sustainable. It's not well, sustainable. It, it, here's the thing. But now, Jeremy I, has a different I, opinion. I have a differing and, opinion. <clears throat> so fire, fire away there, brother. Well, I don't know if it's even a differing opinion. You know, the whole world's like, okay, if, and I'm going to go with when, the United States defaults on its debts. I agree with you. Yeah. When? And I think it's going to happen here in, what, June. about 10 days? Yeah, June 1st. It happens uh, the day I leave for my trip. And, oh, there you uh, go. So, Hope they don't close Florida. Yeah, they won't. Florida will be doing fine. I'm glad that's where I get stuck, yeah. if I get stuck. Yeah. Um, I'm not taking my podcast stuff, though, so I have to have it shipped. You guys might have to help with that. Anyway, um, so... So my thought is this, and I just I boil it down to the very bottom level here. Someone, it, it, there are people that squat in homes, for example, right? Squatters. And what what happens with squatters? They exist because nobody comes to remove them. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, someone may come to remove them, and then there's a choice that's made. And that choice is they either go quietly or they don't go quietly, and violence ensues. Well, that's precisely what will happen with the United States when it defaults on its loans. It, it's not going to change anything. America just won't pay back their loans. And they'll go, sorry. And nothing happens. And someone's like, well, we're going to take these assets. Well, no, no, you're not. And then violence ensues. I mean, that's the only the only option that I see. Now, you, I'm not saying we're not going to see the dollar diminished, but ultimately the dollar is diminished. And, and you know, it, it, it becomes the great reset. I, I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I'm just simply saying it's certainly a possibility that really kind of nothing happens. Kind of like what with Y2K. 
You know, and everybody you thought know, the world yes, was exactly. going to come That's, to an end, and, and literally nothing, nothing happened. happened. That, you know? that really was kind of my thought process. It's yeah. like, you know, Y2K was a big to-do, and lots of smart people thought the world was going to end. And you're like, even I sat there. I because someone used that like I lived through Y two K and a lot of people listening to this have no idea what we're even talking about because it was a non issue, but I sat there and and they were telling me what was going to happen. I'm like, well, no, it's not. I know enough about computers to know that this is not a problem. It's a problem, and there's software that needs to be fixed and patched. But, but we planes all, aren't going to planes fall aren't going to fall sky. out of the sky because the date screwed up on the <laughs> navigation system. Uh, I remember them saying that the grocery stores would, you know, their door automatic doors wouldn't open. I'm like, and so you just pull them open, you yeah. moron. It's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> what I went to Guitar Center the other day, and guess what? Their computers were down. But you know what happened? I was still able to buy something. How weird is that? They wrote it down. They wrote it down with Shocking. a piece of paper and a yeah. pen. What? Yeah. Back to the dark ages we go. Yeah. I Common mean, sense. It's in, Exactly. It's missing. Well, I don't know, and a lot of people don't know for sure what's going to happen because it has never happened before. Then we should try it. And <laughs> and um, so, I, you know, it could, like Jeremy says, it could, it could be nothing. Or it's a giant it, nothing burger. It, it could be that, um, you know, several things go terribly wrong and we'll we'll find out it will uh, here be the in catalyst. about 10 days it will be the it will be the rallying point it'll be the it'll be what they say is why we're coming under cyber attacks at nuclear facilities and power stations it'll be why uh the, we have you know multiple metric tons of fertilizer missing and then buildings blowing up it'll be the reason that starts the false flags that ultimately becomes the hot civil war in the united states the united states government versus the united states people showdown 2023 well i think you're, you're in here, here first, first folks i i you know it's hard to argue with you on uh, that in fact as we were coming over to our undisclosed location we had a little bit of a conversation about this and you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's already kind of happening now yeah. with uh, some of the things that... The culture is. Yeah, that are being forced down uh, everybody's throats. And uh, I, you know, there could be, I, I think there could be an agreement reached between the speaker and the president. But can whatever it is they decide actually be passed by the House and the Senate? No. Not so sure about that. No. Because somebody, uh, it's a big game of chicken. Somebody's got to blink, or they both need to blink. If, if nobody does anything, then we're going off the cliff or It'll just likely... down a little dip, as you know. But uh, I'm thinking that, I mean, I I agree with yeah. Jeremy. I I. I just I don't think there's going to be an agreement. I, I think if if the president and the speaker reach an agreement, uh, both sides, because the Republicans are going to have to give up something, and the Democrats are going to have the to Republicans give up something. The Republicans will likely give up something, and, and it's called the Speaker of the House. He'll if 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 something happens, he'll lose his gig. Well. If they if they can sign a deal, he'll lose his game. I, but see, I don't. I just. I. I think. I, I don't think, think it's. Sign I one, think but. it's more likely that the speaker and the president will come to an agreement, but that the vote in the House and the Senate 
Yeah. Well, it will and won't it, pass. And that saves that saves uh, the speaker's tale a little bit in terms of his role because it's not I tried. like his, yeah, exactly. He he did his part. And the and the president also. Right. Because a new poll from CNN that just came out today. CNN not Fox. CNN said 60% of Americans or 60% of the 200 people they polled, however many that was. But anyway, 60% of American voters want this deal settled. Yeah. One way or the other. They don't want to risk what might happen with the default. because those people are freaking boring. Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, but but and did and, they ask those people, do you agree with raising the debt ceiling or do well, you what they said, not what, agree no, with yes, it? I wish they they'd asked them that, that No, yeah. And the, the, they said... The, the people said, yes, we want this settled. We want the debt ceiling raised Good and God. spending cut so that the United States can won't default, can pay its bills, but that spending is cut so that we don't continue to pile on with the debt. This is the thing that blows my mind want. is I just don't understand why we operate at a deficit in the first place. That should be illegal. Yeah. Period. And, and here's the problem. That deficit, it's not like we're operating at a slight deficit. We're talking about trillions of dollars. 31.6 trillion at In last deficit. Count. Just a reminder to those who are listening. Deficit means that's how much more annually we spend than we take in. 31 trillion. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's our debt is 31.6 okay. trillion. Say, deficit but, is how much we spend all versus... Right, we're, which well, is still right high. Now, we're spending twenty percent more than what we take in. Yeah, that's the latest numbers. And McCarthy said that we and and you know the Democrats want to raise taxes to increase the money. And McCarthy said, I, I don't want to raise taxes. We don't need to raise taxes because our revenue is more than it's ever been in right. the history of the United States. And our spending is more, more than, than it's, it's ever, ever been bad. in the history of the United States. <laughs> One of those has and, to change. Yes. And so McCarthy is saying we need to cut spending. We don't need to raise taxes. You know, and he kept saying it's just like in your family budget. You only have a certain amount of money you can spend. You only have a certain amount of money that you can borrow before the bank says, I'm cutting your butt off. Yeah. And then you need to start paying that down or you're going to lose your house or your car or that does your everyone, whatever. Everyone here knows what the big ticket item is in the budget, right? There's one thing that far and away outweighs all other spending. In the budget. Well, there's a lot of uh, social programs. Well, there's a lot of that, social. But the number one thing, the biggest, I believe it counts for over one third of our entire national budget is defense spending. Still? Yes. Yes. That, this, and this is where, where you're really going to start having issues because this is the deal. This is why when they talk about the, the Republicans saying we want to cut spending, that's why the Dems come back and say they want to cut benefits to our vets. They won't cut defense spending. Right. 
I know. Well, the thing is, even if they cut it, they're cutting oh. it in, in bits and pieces, and it's just turned into, well, you're, you're not taking care of our vets. Well, the bottom line is, you can cut defense spending when you start spending money wisely. Now, I will say this about defense spending. The defense spending, the, the lion's share of that money is on, on, on unaccountable, maybe not the lion's share, but there's huge chunks of unaccounted for money in the black budget stuff. And, and I can say that because I have a friend who actually is a... a he he approves the contracts and uh, for for Tinker Air Force Base. So he's one of many that does this. But I know his mentality. I know what he does when he's looking. He does it like he's doing his own spending. Like he's like, no, this isn't a good deal here. We need to cut here. Like he legitimately says to contractors, this is not going to work. It's not either. It's not reading making spec or it's it's not a good value. But obviously, we have black budget projects that are not being scrutinized like that. Those are getting blank checks. And that was going to be my point. It's not that we're spending too much money. It's They're not spending it correctly. Well, sure. There's no accountability for <clears throat> spending a That's lot right. of this money. What happens if you overspend? Nothing happens. So why does anybody care if you overspend? Right. They don't go in it. I mean, when's the last time you heard of anybody getting fired from a federal job because they spent too much? <laughs> and I know this is a cliche, but... $400 for a hammer. Right. I mean, that's the old cliche with the right. military and, and, and government. Right. But I think it's still, I think it's, it's true. still true. It's how they pay for the black budget ops. Yeah. I don't know that that's true. The, according to Independence Day, the movie and uh, Judge Hirsch, <laughs> that's how they do it. Uh, according <laughs> to the Peter G. Peterson Foundation. Oh, he's, I school? love that foundation. Well, Dude, well, I went to school with uh, Peter G. Peterson. Defense spending accounts for 12% of all federal spending and nearly half of discretionary spending. Total discretionary spending for both defense and non-defense purposes is typically about one-third of the annual federal budget. I just I called it. This is, you, man... Don't you I don't know. I don't I know anything about the Peter G. That are Peterson Foundation, but well, that's where I get my numbers from. Apparently, um, <laughs> now we spend okay, like twelve percent of federal spending is on defense for right. the United States. The but average, the, the average for twenty twenty one around the world, this includes one hundred and forty five countries, was one point eight seven percent. Right. So we spend much more on our defense budget than the average of other countries. And that a lot of that has to do with Where their defense. We yes, we <laughs> we are everybody's defense mm-hmm. except for China and Russia, Russia and although North Korea, Italy. Uh, we still don't North, like Italy. Uh, I think we still uh, help them uh, out. We probably do. Uh, and uh, oh, we should. So freaking Italians. I, yeah, well, you know. if I, look, I feel like I can be bigoted towards Italians and not get canceled. <laughs> yeah, you might. That's be right. right. Freaking right. Italians. Hey, uh, probably right. How much time? Italians, how much so. time do we have left? I'll give you six minutes. Six minutes. All right. Well, this is our last show for a little while. Maybe we go uh, over just a little bit. No, I just I'm a couple it off. of couple of quick uh, <laughs> things. We've already talked about a lot of this. Uh, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, is making it official later today, announcing his run. Uh, for the presidency, the uh, and we talked about uh, yeah I think maybe we did the NAACP warning blacks to stay away from Florida. We talked we about that in my kitchen. We because, haven't talked about oh, that. Okay. Oops, I said too much because it is a dangerous no, environment. Not today. It was another it's day. A dangerous kitchen. environment for <laughs> black people. They're saying you should not travel to 
Florida. Yeah. Even though the president of the NAACP lives in Tampa, Tampa, Florida. And, and, you know, and again, they're not concerned with facts. So there's no travel warning for Chicago. Yes, if they were truly concerned. I mean, somebody said today, BLM does not stand for Black Lives Matter. It stands for Black Lives Murdered because of the situation in places like Chicago, Baltimore. Chicago in particular, Baltimore, mm-hmm. New York City, Detroit, D.C., Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all have tremendously <clears throat> high rates of did you say Detroit? young? Uh, yes, I did say okay. Detroit. <laughs> of in particular, young black men being killed. Yep, and Peoria, Peoria, Illinois. <laughs> very okay, much. maybe not Peoria. I don't know. Uh, but and they've not no you know nobody ever talks about any of that kind of stuff. And then I just found it interesting. Uh, Tim Scott, uh, senator from South Carolina, who is a black man, and uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, also a black man. Uh, Joy Behar, the she's idiot old not, woman not on the man. View. She's not a black man. She is not a black man. I'm however, not, she might identify. However. As one. You know, she I think could. she does identify as, as one. She speaks because like she identifies as one. She said on that show yesterday, The View, she said that people like Justice Clarence Thomas and Senator Tim Scott don't know what it's like to grow up as a black man. And I'm like, Bull. They are. They didn't black grow men. up though. They materialized as full blown adults. And you didn't know that? They had silver spoons in their mouths no, the entire life. They, their entire life. Clarence they Thomas did not. I know. Exactly. They did not Clarence have. Thomas did not. Did you see his, and he, neither did Tim Scott. You know, I want to encourage people to go back. I, I know that we don't have a very blended audience here as far as the political spectrum. <laughs> but I would encourage I would encourage our listeners to go and YouTube the Clarence Thomas hearings. Uh, oh and, my. And, and here's one of the reasons why. Uh, one of the guys that was uh, presiding over those hearings. He you, was the guy He was the guy the presiding over the hearing. Uh, you might know him as President Joe Biden. Oh, yes. At the time, he was uh, Senator Joe Biden. Yes. And he had a lot more of his mental faculties in those days. He had a lot more of his mental faculties like eight Which years is not ago. saying much. But but here's the thing. He, he still lied just like he does today, but mm. uh, he doesn't mean to lie today. He just does. He does. Yeah. He just um, does. But but here's he doesn't what's know so he's interesting doing it today. is when you see uh when you hear Justice Thomas's response to the whole oh. process, it it'll just absolutely blow your mind at how things, even in that time, like how absolutely racist yes. the left has always been. Yes. And yes. they're ignorantly racist. Like, they don't yes. see their racism. It's just like when Joe Biden said on that radio show, he's like, if you're not voting for me, you're probably not black. Yes. You may not be black. Whatever form of that. He was, no, I think it, you said, if you don't vote, vote for me, you ain't black. You ain't black. That's right. the quote. So, so the thing about that is, like, he doesn't see that as racist at all. And it's like, bro... The, the simple fact that through a, con- a great example is we're on a podcast and in order to, to depict the comments and 
and characterize them appropriately as racist, we have to talk about race in the first place. Yes. If you didn't, you wouldn't have to do that if it wasn't racist in the first place, right. Joy. And see, Joy Behar, Golly. who claims I apparently to know more about what it's like to grow up being black than two guys yeah, who Irish are actually black, uh, an old, rich, white woman who... You know, and I don't know. Well, she, she may have grown Jewish. up. She may have she's grown Jewish. up poor. I don't know, but she's rich right now, and she claims to know more about what's than guys who actually did it, mm -hmm. guys who actually lived through it. And like you said, they were neither one of them no, were born because in, in it, fact, I believe Tim you, Scott said I wasn't mm. born with a silver spoon in my mouth. It was a plastic spoon. Exactly. Well, here and here's the bottom line is that. Uh, the left's scenario is if you don't agree with their ideology, then they're stripping you of your identity because you can't possibly have this identity and disagree with their philosophy. And that's just ludicrous. And, and I mean, again, how do you have... Well, this is why I yeah. believe you finally come to the right side of thinking and become a pessimist. Because, <laughs> I mean, as, as Tom pointed out, the one thing that's missing in this country, common sense. Yeah. It certainly is. Well, uh, I didn't we, mean to get the last word there. Oh, that's quite all right. Uh, we are uh, we are going on a hiatus. First hiatus ever for us. Yeah, really. we've like, we, yeah hiatus. we've missed uh, you know Handful a week uh, here a and there something like that. Shows. Yes. but we may be gone for like a month because yeah. Jeremy's going to Florida. I'm going to Colorado. You going anywhere, Tom? Crazy. crazy. Yeah, he is Tom's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll work. Uh, so we'll talk to you again uh, probably in July. We may not be on at all in June. So just don't worry, we'll be back. Hope the country's uh, still here. Unless the country's not hey, here. No, I mean, no they, you know what? We could go off Listen, a guys, regardless of what happens with the country, we will still be here. <laughs> it's my commitment to you. Okay. We will be here. Okay. We will be. Just as Tom Bodet always says, we'll keep the light on for you. Well, unless they've hit the power grid and there's oh, no more lights, but, you know, we didn't even get into that. We'll save that for another time, if there is one. All right, that'll do it for me. I'm Randy Ritter. I'm Jeremy Griffin. I'm Tom Miller. Hopefully we'll talk to you in a month or so. Take care, and we'll be back for another edition of Scatter Shooting.